Hello to one and all from everyone here at the headquarters for Books in the City and an even bigger hello to today's lovely author Holly Hepburn who's joining us here to talk about her latest book. Hello Hi. Holly. Hello. <laughs> Hi. So Picture House by the Sea is officially out in both ebook and paperback. How does it feel? Oh amazing. Um, I've been looking forward to this book coming out for such a long time and it feels like a very long time. Um, it probably has ha- actually hasn't been that long um, but it feels like I've been waiting for it to come out in paperback for such a long time so I'm really pleased that it's finally out because um, it features so many of my favourite things. That's very true and it looks beautiful and it's so bright and summery which makes me really happy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can you give the listeners a brief rundown of what Picture House for the Sea is actually about? Okay um, it's about a rundown art deco theatre in a very small sleepy seaside town in Cornwall Um, and there's someone who comes back to Paul Whipple um, which is the name of the town um, after spending a few years away and her name is Gina Um, and Gina comes back and is a bit dismayed to see that the the place that she spent a lot of her teenage years, the palace, um, is run down and needs a bit of TLC so she sets about bringing it back to its former glory um, and at the same time reevaluates her life whether or not she's ever going to go back to her um, old job in London or whether she's going to be seduced by the beauty of Cornwall. And there's definitely a man in there somewhere. <laughs> there's always a cheeky romance. There is and in this case um, Ben Pascoe is one of my favourite heroes that I've ever written. He is just, you know, if I ever moved to Cornwall, I would want to meet a Ben Pascoe. Um, he's a surfer. His job is a builder, but he specialises in restoring old buildings. Um, so you can already see where he might come into play with the story. Um, but he also has a passion for steam trains and lives in a converted railway carriage. <laughs> so that's his home. It sounds so fabulous and dreamy, and I love the fact that he's a surfer. It just sets this amazing dreamy precedent I love it (laughs) he's definitely one of my favourite characters also meant that when I was in Cornwall last week I had to spend a lot of time watching the surfers because it's essential research (laughs) I did love that on your Twitter feed you kept saying about cocktails being essential research and ice cream and it was fabulous they are all tax deductible for me (laughs) (laughs) well I couldn't possibly interview you without talking about ice cream and cocktails so what is your absolute favourite flavour for both ice cream and cocktails. Mm, okay, let's start with let's start with ice cream because that's probably easier. <laughs> I am a sucker for salted caramel. Oh, it is um, one of the best. It is, and it features in the Pitch House by the Sea as well um, because um, Gina's grandparents have an ice cream business. Um, Gina's grandfather is from Italy, and so he has a real passion for gelato, um, and that's one of the flavours that they sell. Um, one of the updated flavours that they sell because um, Gina's grandfather is a real traditionalist Mm. and likes the very traditional flavours but um, Gina's grandmother has encouraged him to branch out a little bit into salted (laughs) caramel Um, so yes that's my absolute favourite but I did come up with um, some ice cream flavours for the series and the most popular I think has been the afternoon tea ice cream which is um, scones crumbled into clotted cream gelato with a strawberry coulis sounds idyllic through it and the brown bread ice cream that's the one I'm guessing is the more traditional or is that more of a new fun flavour 
that Gina creates. No, that is actually a, that's a bona fide flavour. Um, when I was researching the books, I, any time I met a chef, I would say to them, if you could meet, make an ice cream, come up with an ice cream flavour, what would you choose? Um, and quite a lot of them came up with very Heston Blumenthal flavours, <laughs> like oh yeah, maple, maple syrup and bacon, or sausage flavour, or salt and vinegar, which I saw actually the other day. Someone, oh, I gosh. think it might have been Millie Johnson. Oh, wow. I think she's on holiday and she was saying that she'd had salt and vinegar ice cream. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's, that's not for me. Um, but one of the chefs that I spoke to said, do you know what? I wouldn't do any of that. I would go for brown bread ice cream. It's a really kind of gentle, old-fashioned flavour with caramelised breadcrumbs in it and it's it's just a really nice um sort of not too sweet flavor and it, it matched brief encounter the film in that particular novella yeah. so well um that i just went with it and when i was in betty's in harrogate betty's tea rooms in harrogate a couple of weeks ago they serve it Aww. so i had brown bread ice cream from um an ice cream i'm gonna shop. have to try this out then yeah it's really really good very nice so, oh, hang on, but I didn't tell you what my favourite cocktail was. Go for it. Um, and that would just be anything involving gin. <laughs> I just, I really like gin. So a straight gin and tonic um, with ice and lemon. Perfect. I've been trying the... Gin is an in-house favourite here at Books in the City. <laughs> Understandably, lie. it's very delicious. <laughs> but I've been trying the, the Gordon's limited edition pink gin. Um, yeah. Which is really good. Yeah, good? Yeah, very good. Okay, it's on the list to try then. <laughs> um, which is your favourite film from the novellas? Brief Encounter, Singing in the Rain, Dirty Dancing, or Some Like It Hot. How can you make me choose? <laughs> I love to, them sorry. all. I mean, when I said that I wrote uh, this, this book about all my favourite things, I wasn't lying. I love classic films. Um, and my grandmother introduced me to an awful lot. Um, so I've been watching films like Singing in the Rain and Brief Encounter since I was really young. Uh, Dirty Dancing is more of a teen film, and that was probably one that I discovered with my friends rather than with her. Um, but I love that one because Patrick Swayze. And he is a dreamer. Yeah. Um, and some like it hot. I'm a big Marilyn Monroe fan. So I can't choose. I can't. I suppose <laughs> possibly singing in the rain because Gene Kelly is just so lovely and it's got that um, iconic scene. It does. A couple of really iconic scenes, actually. Yeah. When I was researching the film to write the novella, um, I found out loads of really fascinating stuff about how they how they filmed that and, and what they went through. Yeah, didn't they put milk in the water so that it would show up on camera? Yeah, yeah, they did. They experimented with loads of different things for the singing in the rain scene so that the water would kind of have a, a, a different quality. Yeah. Um, so, no, it was fascinating, all the all the research that I did and the things that I found out about it. But I would probably choose singing in the rain if you if you really sort of forced me to pick one. That's fair. And Debbie Reynolds is just amazing in that film. I love her yeah. in that film. So, definitely a good shout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and... Some of your characters dress up in the book when they go to see the films. So have you ever dressed up to go and see a film? (laughs) I haven't dressed up to see a film, but I have dressed up to go to an interactive production of The Great Gatsby, um, which was in Borough. And that was this year. So, yeah, I got a a beautiful um, flapper dress and a headdress and, yeah, went along. And because it is an interactive performance, you got to talk to the characters, um, went off and had some gin with Gatsby. Um, oh, in, wonderful. It was fantastic. Really, really recommend um, interactive theatre. So, yeah, I dressed up as, as a flapper girl and loved it. That sounds so much more sophisticated than my only experience of dressing up, which is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, 
you know, there's a, there's a time and a place for that too. I would absolutely be there for that. So, <laughs> so your nails on Twitter are probably famous nails by my standards, <laughs> and they are always beautiful, especially the ones that you did of Marilyn Monroe. So are you going to be doing picture house themed nails at any point? I am, yeah. Actually, I had my nails done yesterday and you can see that they are beautiful, they look lovely. sparkly, hot pink. Um, just because, I was, I was going to go, and they almost look, they, they, they match do. the writing. And they your match, name. Yeah. Brilliant. Perfect. I did, I did almost theme it. I was going to go for blue and yellow, but I've had a lot of the colour, the covers of the novellas yeah. have been blue and so I just wanted a bit of a change but I will return to the Pitch House by the Sea for my next set of nails. Oh, I'm excited. I look forward <laughs> to it. So how is it writing novellas rather than a book in one go? Do you know, it brings its own challenges. I think it's probably easier in some respects to write a book in one go um, because you don't always have to be thinking back because I write the novella and then I'll go off and do something else and then I'll come back to the next novella and so there'll be a bit of time in between and so mm. I usually have to do a, like a previously at the Pitch House by the Sea um, section for readers so that because there's been a couple of months in between novellas so that that's true for me as well I kind of have to remind myself what has happened in the story so far and as well as it being a complete story on its own it's also part of an overarching narrative Mm. Um, and so I've always got that in mind where I'm going with the story as a whole but keeping each novella um, distinct and you know have it have its own story um, within within the confines of the novella so I think writing a whole book is easier writing it in novellas is harder but it does mean that I can do other things in between which Very is true. quite important and you get some beautiful covers I do that is the total some benefit gorgeous covers I would particularly love the um, Dirty Dancing cover or the purple one. Oh. It's Gorgeous. It felt very, very kind of reminiscent of La La Land as well, which is another of my favourite films. And I did, when I was doing some of my Instagram pictures, like walking around the neighbourhood, going, oh, look, there's a beautiful purple flower. I'm just going to pick that (laughs) so I can do do a nice Instagram picture with it because it's going to match my book cover. So, yeah, I get five book covers for the price of one, which is amazing. What a dream. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we are now going to move on to the quickfire trivia round can only accept your first answer, I'm afraid. And there are ten <laughs> questions. Here we go. Okay. London or Cornwall? Cornwall. Mint chocolate chip ice cream or a bramble cocktail? Bramble cocktail? Pretty in pink or pretty woman? Uh, pretty woman. Wow, it's got to be pretty in pink. No. <laughs> um, summer sun or autumn leaves? Summer sun, I think. Yes. Date night out or a takeaway in? Can I have a movie as well for my takeaway in? You can have a movie as well for a takeaway in. No, I'm going to go date night. <laughs> <laughs> Pub lunch or ice cream cone? Pub lunch. Oh. Love, love a carvery. Do love a roast. Slightly reminiscent of a year at the Star and Sixpence as yeah, well. Yeah, Um The 80s or the 90s? Oh, that's tough, that's tough. 80s because of the music, I think. Mm, and the films. Yeah. They did great films in the 80s. Yeah, but, you know, 90s have got good films as well. <laughs> no, 80s, I'm sticking. Chris Pratt or Chris Evansworth? Can't believe you're even asking me that. Where is Chris Evans? <laughs> you can have Chris Evans, Chris I'll give you that Evans. one. Chris Evans, thank you. <laughs> Best line from a rom-com? Um, this is a tricky one. Uh, okay. Um, seriously, it's like you've been photoshopped. 
<laughs> which which film is this? That is from Crazy Stupid Love, oh. which is the scene where um, Emma Stone go back, goes back to Ryan Gosling's yes. apartment. Yes, no, I remember this. And he's, yeah. And then they try and do the dirty dancing lift as they, well. They totally do the dirty dancing lift. And yeah, because she says to him, you know, what normally happens. And he says, well, you know, we do the lift. I think I have to take my shirt off. And then she's like, Pfft. Yeah, it's my favourite film. My oh, favourite rom-com. Such a good one. <laughs> Which book are you most looking forward to? Uh, well, I'm a big fan of Miranda Dickinson. Um, and I know that she's got a new one coming out in 2018, which is called Somewhere Beyond the Sea. Uh, also set in Cornwall. Um, set around St Ives and I think it's a bit foodie as well which you know is a subject that's very close to my heart <laughs> um, so yeah and I believe that she might have based her main character on a certain Chris Evans Ooh. so that's ticking so many boxes Definitely for me up your avenue <laughs> that is what I'm looking forward to actually Miranda if you're listening could you just hurry up with that please because I need it now <laughs> that's fair and that rounds up our 10 questions so thank you very much um and just to say that you are probably going to be running a competition to win the films and some Cornish goodies, if I believe correctly. Yep. So keep your eyes peeled on Holly's Twitter page if you fancy a chance to win some of those. And just thank you in general for coming in and having a chat with us. And thank you for chatting to me. It's been a lot of fun. Happy publication day. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>